Live by every word. That is the challenge and the opportunity the Bible gives to you. This program examines the actual words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God Himself so we can use them to guide our paths and live by them in our everyday lives. This is Live by Every Word. Thanks for joining me today here on Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. This is Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG. We're online at kpcg.fm and have a live link at thetrumpet.com as well and all of our Programming here on KPCG can be found at thetrumpet.com or wherever you'd like to get your podcasts. Have you noticed the drastic social changes in our society? I would think you have. It would be difficult to not notice. But these changes are aimed at destroying marriage and family. If you want to just get down to the crux of the matter, that's what's happening. There's this, this push to destroy marriage and to destroy family. And it's, it's couched in different language or in different movements, but that's what the, the aim is. And it's gotten so bad that uh, children are being lied to and told that they can choose their gender. And that's a lie. I first heard that lie being taught when I was in college back in the uh, late 90s. I had a sociology class. And they started to uh, talk about that in one of the uh, units that we were studying now, they weren't as direct as they are today. It was a little more uh, subtle, but that was the teaching that, well, you could you could make people be more ma- masculine or make them be more feminine and that type of thing. And they were just really beginning to get to this ultimate uh, goal that they had of, of having people just uh, decide uh, in their minds what uh, gender they wanted to be. And of course, you can't do that. That's a lie. And that's being taught to children, though, today. All of these changes... All of these changes are occurring, but again, it gets down to this heart of the matter, which is marriage and family are under attack. They're under attack, but we have to stop and say, okay, well, who who created marriage and family and gender and, and who, who made it and who, who can decide these sorts of things? Well, of course, we have to look to God's word to get that truth and to cut through all the lies that we hear today and really get down to the heart of what the truth of the matter is. And we're going to look at a few passages today that do that. Let's look at uh, Genesis 1 to start with. If you have a Bible handy, you could get it out. We could look at these together, these passages, and see what God's Word says. It doesn't matter how much society changes. God's Word always has the answer to these things. Genesis 1, verses 26 and 27 And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. And so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. We learn a lot from that passage, that very basic scripture. God planned, designed, and created male and female. Pretty simple. He made them that way. He made them that way to uh, create family. And what do you suppose Jesus Christ would say to those who reject this basic truth about gender? What would Christ say? 
Matthew 19, and verses 4 through 6. And he, Jesus Christ, answered and said unto them, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore, they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man put asunder. So Jesus Christ is very clear here. Have you not read? Well, have you not read that God made them male and female? That's what he said at that time when he was on this earth dealing with some questions. Haven't we read it? There's no excuse. It's in the Bible. We can read it. We can read it in Genesis. Christ reiterates it here again in Matthew 19. It's in the Word of God. Now, this awesome creation of God is under attack. Marriage and family and, and humanity, even, even gender, it's under attack. Why? It's because, obviously, Satan hates it. He hates family. He hates what it pictures, what it represents, and the fact that it teaches man about the family of God, which is ultimately man's incredible human potential to be born into that family. Satan hates it. He hates that potential, and he has deceived the whole world, and the deception is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Notice this in Revelation 12. Revelation 12 and verse 9, it says, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Satan deceives the whole world, it says, and, and he hates male and female and marriage and family. He hates it. He hates it because he knows where marriage and family is leading to. God didn't create gender and marriage and family for no reason. God always has a purpose in what he creates why he creates it the way that he does. He has a, a great purpose, and there's a great purpose in God making male and female, God making marriage, God making family. A great purpose, and Satan hates that. And so he's doing all that he can to destroy it. And we see that destruction on full display in our society today. But that shouldn't move us an inch from the truth of God. Satan hates marriage and family, and that's why he's working to destroy it. Notice Ephesians 5. A little bit of a longer passage here, but this is, again, where we're getting instruction from God's Word about how to have a family, how to operate a family. It's not old-fashioned or archaic. It is as relevant now as ever. And in the crumbling society around us, it, it takes on even more uh, import and it needs to be more focused in our thinking because the society around us is collapsing and they don't have a concept of marriage and family and even gender now. Those things are being destroyed. But notice what is written in Ephesians 5, verses 21 through 32. It says, Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. And this is talking about how wives and husbands should operate. They, they submit to each other in the fear of God. There is a government structure, as we'll see, but it is, again, 
everyone in submission to God and his law. It says, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. Now, some people would balk at that, but that's the way God designed it and created it. And it's not up to man to have it go any other way. It says, And he, Christ, is Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands and everything, and of course all of it, under the law of God. Everyone in submission to God's law. And there's instruction for husbands. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church. See, there's a government, but it's loving, it's giving, and it's all in accordance to God's law. And woe to the person that abuses authority. You know, God certainly does not uh, um, allow that. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies." He that loves his wife loves himself, for no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, even as the Lord the church. So again, you're talking it's talking about husbands and wives and how families should operate, but there's such an emphasis on Christ and the church. Why is that? Well, we'll see here. It says, For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones for this cause. Shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh? This is a great mystery. And that's so true today. This is a great mystery, this family. It's a great mystery because there's so much gender confusion. There's so many attacks against marriage and family, the traditional sense, as they would uh, call it. They're destroying it. It's a great mystery, but Paul says, I speak concerning Christ and the church. The physical marriage is a type of Christ marrying the church. And then the family that, that is created there when there are children that come along and the family expands in a physical marriage and family, that pictures Christ and the church being married and then the rest of mankind being brought into the kingdom of God. The physical family typifies the spiritual family. How do we learn about the God family? Well, by having physical families. That's how we learn about it. That's how God designed it. It's a master plan. And you can see why Satan hates it so much and is doing everything he can to destroy it. It's a great mystery. And if you look around at society, you can see that it's a greater mystery than it's been in a long time anyway, maybe since Sodom and Gomorrah. People don't, they don't understand marriage and family today, and they don't even, in some cases, understand gender. They think it doesn't matter. They can kind of pretend to do whatever they want. Does it matter? Of course it matters because of what God created. Have you not read (laughs) in the beginning God created them male and female? The fact that people would even think to do something different, well, that that definitely comes from the mind of Satan. Christ is going to marry the church, and then they will be fruitful, 
and multiply, helping to bring mankind into the family of God as spiritual children. What a plan, but Satan hates that plan, and that's why he's working so hard to destroy it. Notice Revelation 19 and verse 7. Revelation 19 and verse 7. It says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife has made herself ready. That's that's going to happen. Christ is going to marry the church at his return. And if people don't understand physical marriage and family today, how are they going to understand this? It's a great mystery. And again, we should understand why Satan hates marriage, family, gender. He hates humanity. That's what he's, he's working to do is to just destroy mankind and certainly destroy family. These movements, you know, that we see in society, they're not just random. Satan, who deceives the whole world, is behind them. He's behind them. Trumpet editor-in-chief, Mr. Gerald Fleury, wrote this in the latest Trumpet. He said, Today, the war on marriage and family has grown to unparalleled intensity. You will read all about it in this Trumpet issue. The assault, not only on God-given roles for men and women, fathers and mothers, but even on the very creation of male and female. We are sacrificing our children to radicalism, and pitching modern society into utter confusion and conflict. Yet as this clash over marriage and family has intensified, even conservatives and Christians have failed to defend these institutions. Why? It says because they don't understand them. See, it's a great mystery to them. They don't understand it. They don't know, I guess, what the big deal is, as they would say. Well, you know, what you hear a lot of times is people say, well, look, you know, you can do what you want. I'll do what I want. We'll all just sort of, you know, get along with each other. And, you know, you can have your idea. I can have my idea. But that's not right. <laughs> it's not biblical. God says he made the male and female. Christ reiterated that. Have you not read? This This is what God did. It's not up to us to determine what to do in anything. It's God's law dictates the direction to go. And without that, we get into all sorts of confusion and ultimately destruction. You see people that are just steeped in some of these ideologies of uh, destroying family. They're miserable people. You can see it. Now they might say they're happy and they might really make an effort to show that, but they're miserable. They're miserable people. And there's more and more stories coming out about people that um, regret some of those decisions they made just going along with the flow of society. Mr. Fleury writes, Yet as this clash over marriage and family is intensified, even the conservatives and Christians have failed to defend these institutions. Why? Because they don't understand them. They don't know why God created them and what they mean. Marriage and family, he writes, are God-level relationships. They are God-level relationships. And that's why we need to make sure we really guard our minds against the lies that are being taught today. We have to understand why marriage and why family. And just the, the most basic fundamental truth that God made them, male 
and female. You know, on this show, we really strive to cover some things that are, you know, would be considered pretty basic. But they're mysteries to this world. They're mysteries, and they're going to need to be more and more that way, even to the point now where we need to really discuss the fact that God made male and female. We have to really guard our minds against Satan and his deceptions. Marriage and family are God-level relationships. God made them male and female, and we should rejoice in that and be thankful that he made such a marvelous creation and understand more where it's leading and why he did it. More than ever, we need to understand that God created gender. He created marriage. He created family. We cannot believe Satan's lies about these God-plain relationships. He created them. There's a lot more about this in Mr. Armstrong's booklet from a few years back, Why Marriage Soon Obsolete. It's such an uh, important book to read uh, and, and to realize uh, how God showed him years ago where things were heading. You know, at the time that he wrote it, maybe it seemed sort of extreme that marriage wouldn't be um, an option anymore in some people's minds or it wouldn't be something that, that would happen. But you just read the headlines today, people don't marry like they used to. Or if they marry, usually there's a problem or there's something wrong. All kinds of difficulties. And now we're to the point where people can't even believe the truth of God that he created them male and female. It's so important that we understand the truth of God and have it solid in our thinking. Please request Why Marriage Soon Obsolete. That's a free booklet. And it's there at the Trumpet. That's all the time we have for today on this edition of Live by Every Word. Thank you for spending some of your time with me. I'm Dwight Falk. Until next time, let's all strive to more perfectly live by every word of God. You've been listening to Live by Every Word on Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG and online at kpcg.fm and thetrumpet.com.